Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome to Belly Up uh, Sound Off. This is uh, week 11. Uh, I've got some some random guests, not the, not the usual. I know Rattlesnake's been in here, but we got Jackson, the, the Boston mouth, the mass hole here. Um, uh, I'm excited to have you guys in with us. Uh, uh, also, Chairgating is going to be a big part of this. Matt, or uh, Rattlesnake, uh, yeah. you want to you touch on that, how we want to do this? Yeah, well, me and you are going to do my episode of Chairgating tonight. With a driver who shall remain nameless, uh, just to keep good uh, relations. But she bailed last second. I said she. That already narrows it down to like three fucking people. Uh, <laughs> she bailed last second. Next week. And next week. Yeah, hopefully it's gonna work next week because uh, she's got a shit ton of Instagram followers. So we need to tap into that. And so, we definitely so need to do a visual show of that one. We'll get into that. So, so Jackson, this is gonna be your first. Uh... Your first, uh, I guess, uh, entrance as part of the sound off as well as chair gating. Uh, like I said, the, the Boston, you, you're in Boston, you're going to school. So I can only imagine how this is going to go. We'll start right off with Rip. Um, Jesus, we had sirens in one segment. We got a dog in the background. We got everything going on. Ferocious so, dog, as you can So tell. we'll start as, as much as it pains me. We've talked about this on every episode the past four weeks. Antonio Brown. Um, I know we're getting onto the backside of it where, uh, you know, he, he finally was essentially, I don't know if it was acquitted or he, he's not going to be charged with anything, uh, Except as far as sexual, or- sexual misconduct, but I'm, I'm waiting, like I said, waiting for the, for this doctor to really nail him for uh, <laughs> farting in his face. You know, um, we, we were talking about in our, in our group chat, where, where do you rank AB fantasy? Jackson was very vocal on that. The Patriots, those are his boys. So, so I'll let you take it from him. What, what is your take on this whole Antonio Brown? 
is it done? Is he is he the savior? Does does the New England Patriots need a savior? Or are you guys just invincible this year? Yeah, my my favorite thing about this whole situation has been that I really don't care what happens because, <laughs> like the the Patriots that we saw that played the Steelers without Antonio Brown are good enough to go nineteen and up. Like so, Antonio Brown just makes it like unfair, and I kind of like it. Um, I I. I, I do as a from a non uh, unbiased journalist standpoint, and more of a Boston fan, which I never am. But um, you know, I'm I'm gonna say that uh, it's nice to watch people just groan when they see AB go to the Patriots, because um, I know that everybody everybody wants the Patriots to win another Super Bowl in the same way that they want a hemorrhoid. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> so so it's 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 just from a step like I I would like. Antonio Brown to be on the Patriots just as a fuck you to everybody else. As far as like needing him to win, we really don't need him. So I don't care what happens here. That said, I don't think that he's going to get suspended at any point this season. So I think he'll be on the Patriots the entire time. So, so Rattlesnake, he, he's our, 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 our NASCAR guy here, but he's very well versed in, in sports in general. Uh, what is your, your take uh, as far as uh, the chair gate in response is the chair gate response. A, yeah. A, B and the whole um, Patriots organization. Well, I fucking love that he's in the news right now for farting on a doctor. I mean, that's the funniest thing. <laughs> it's, oh, I, I forgot to comment. I on can't that. make that. that up. Like, that's some shit that I would write as a fake article on Belly of Sports. I thought it was an onion. Article <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like the onion shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, I agree. They don't even need him. Uh, it's just kind of like uh, you know, cherry on top if they get him this season. And I have another hot take. Growing up, my whole life. Uh, like you're a little bit older, like me, uh, you know, growing up our whole lives, I always heard like Boston is the best. It's like the Mecca of like a sports town for sports fans. And, you know, they love their sports there. I got a hot take. I think Boston is a trash sports city now. I think it, they have the worst fans and it's not, be, and it, it's not because they're obnoxious because they win so much. I think they're <laughs> trash because they're too spoiled because they win too much. They don't have enough hardship. These they've got like teenagers growing up their whole lives winning championships every single year. It's like move to a city where you lose every fucking year and learn what real sports is. Like y'all win too much. Hardship, I mean, dude. We went 86 years without winning a World Series. We we like, uh, but every other How sport. old were you? Uh, I was uh, four years old when the Red Sox won the. Yeah, Red so shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it. You probably got more years living on this earth with Boston championships than yeah. than you don't in general. That's what you I'm know, saying. Just um, I, was, I, was, I was born, and then three months later, Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. So yes, dude, that's that's. I mean, that's it's, it's a soft sports city now. But I'm I, talking about knowing the history as someone like, history, like so, yes, I respect their history. It's a great – my whole life growing up, it was the best sports city. Now, I think they're too soft, and I think their fans are too spoiled. They're not, like, real hardcore sports fans. I mean, the Bruins, the Bruins just lost a brutal Game 7. There's some hard – I mean, that, that loss was <laughs> – You were in a Game 7, at least. Like, I, I don't know. I need some more hardship than that. Like, you were in game, no, those, no, those losses are – no, the, the only thing we haven't got through – we haven't, like, sucked for – no team has sucked for an, an extended period of time. That's the only thing – but we've had tough losses. We've had the – and we've had bad seasons too. My God, it was hard to be a fan of the 2012 Red Sox. They were so like, so. We, we, we get we get these bad, hateable teams like everybody else gets. We just yeah. But then you're like, oh, it's football season. Fuck yeah. that. Never mind. I, I don't have yes. to remember that. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, every so other city has to do this. And that's nice. That's exactly what I'm doing with the Red Sox. That's what I'm saying. So y'all are so, just spoiled yeah, now. Th- this is a beautiful transition right here. Okay, so so we're talking AV, Patriots, and then we, we talk on Red Sox. So because Jackson's on the show, obviously, we're going to center around a little more the Red Sox this year. We're going to transition to baseball. Uh, at the end <laughs> of the season, you know, you got a Red Hell Snake with his Houston hat on. Um what are we expecting I'm from a, the Red I'm an Sox? Astros fan this playoffs. Oh, yeah? Hey, is, let's go. Is there any life in that organization? With, with, uh, uh, the you know, I, I am a, a Tigers fan, so I've, uh, you know, yeah. there's nothing to expect. But I think, are you guys um, going to go through what we are now as Detroit fans now that Dave Dombrowski's gone and totally depleted your – I mean, I mean I, the way I see it is – it's you Boston. Know, They're going to bounce back in like a year or two. I just, I, I they're too spoiled. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah. So obviously we're both victims of Hurricane Dombrowski. Um, and it's, I mean, it's the, it, they're, they're just not very like good <laughs> at baseball. <laughs> right now. <laughs> but you had one of the best teams ever last year. Right. Yeah, every, everyone's just worse this season for no re- except for like Devers, Vasquez, um, a couple others. Bogarts had a great season, um, so a couple guys were better, but so many guys were just worse. Mookie was worse, JD was worse. All the entire starting pitch and just couldn't pitch at the beginning of the so, season. So, so what? So, your, so what this your... season, th- this season to me seemed like oh they're just having a bad year. Apparently, Red Sox ownership doesn't feel the same way because like Dombrowski was asked to um, do some things to like kind of head into a rebuild. And they, the reason that he was fired was they didn't believe that he could actually carry that out. So it's hard to, I've heard reports that they're planning to blow it all up. I've heard reports that they're just going to reload next season, but I mean, right now they need a farm system. So I feel like we're about to blow it up and rebuild. That's exactly what Dombrowski did to Detroit. There is no farm system. We are watching the farm system for the Detroit Tigers right now. That is the farm system. Yes. Hey, are you so, a Houston five, five, playoffs I, just because we're the best chance to beat the Yankees? Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I understand. Um, so the best part about Houston is you're talking every star that played for Detroit is essentially on that. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I mean, <laughs> big names that Detroit couldn't retain that they're right. just totally just said, hey, see you later. But on the flip side, you know. Full circle, you, you had JD that didn't work out there, but I mean that's here and over there. But Rattlesnake, your take on it? On what the, the Astros just, haven't getting the Detroit players, or just how we're going to do no, no, this? No, I mean just post-season. the Red Sox in general, how they went from the most the the greatest team ever last year to you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. granted, every year you always have the Yankees kind of full full par. I feel that. Last year they had some injuries. This year they have a lot of injury injuries, but they're still kind of regaining. It seems like, like Jackson said, uh, the Red Sox have really regressed. Uh, those guys that are uh, like Xander and Mookie and all those guys are. Did Xander get resigned? But Mookie's on. Like, you know, those guys are for their contract years, aren't they? Like, um, I think I think Mookie has one more year into arbitration. Um, so they're either he's you'll either see him extended this season or traded the, or like next season you'll see him either extended or traded. Yeah, yeah, so, so I don't know. It, so, just, it seems like uh, the twenty seventeen, like two years ago, where it's like Houston, the Yankees, we're gonna come down to it, and then like L.A., 
I mean, I could see it being like another 2017. It's, it, it's different this time, though, because uh, the Yankees well, the are breaks. like, because the Yankees are the big guys. I'm just talking about the AL. I could, I honestly oh, could okay. give a shit about the NL. I'm sorry. When you grow up an uh, AL sports fan, it's, uh, it's amazing baseball more than any other sport. It's amazing how you really just don't care about the other league. Well, um, I had to switch as an Astros fan. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, a- um, like by curious. Okay. You dabble. You dabble a little. <laughs> yeah. I go both ways, man. <laughs> um, yeah. I, little, 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 little. Oh, yeah. Um, the Red Sox. I going for- both ways through you off. Sorry. You right. need to dabble. Uh, you need to go. <laughs> Uh, um, Red Sox fans have a beautiful opportunity this season, which is pure. It's a pure root against the Yankees postseason because we're not in it, which is actually like a lot of fun. Um, but this this season, it feels like like it feels like 2017. The Astros were kind of like the the big guys and the guys. I mean, in baseball, it weirdly just like feels like one team's year, or like everyone's trying to just take down the one team. And it felt like that team was the Astros last year, and it feels more like the Yankees than the Astros this year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think baseball's just kind of like that. But the thing is, is like the Astros for the past few years have been consistent. So I feel like this year they just like kind of slide into it, and nobody's even like I. I think they just essentially waltz right into the World Series, and no big deal. You know, I, mean, I don't know, man. The Yankees are going to be tough to get past. But uh, but it's it's you're talking the the epitome of baseball you're talking one of the best pitching staffs versus one of the best lineups in, in baseball you know that's that's what you want to see um you know i, I think mean, the i think the astros beat the yankees in like five or six games i mean I, I, that would be great i, I can see that too <laughs> yeah I mean, that would you, be wonderful. you're talking i mean you're talking an ace at uh one through four for for um the astros that i mean essentially could could be the ace on any team for the for the most part uh, they got a, a great lineup as it is in general for uh, you know hitting stuff like that. Uh, and and I mean, like Jackson just... said, you know the the NL. It's at this point we talked about the Dodgers years ago. We talked Braves. about you know yeah, but I mean at, at this point it's I don't even think the NL is. It's just it's just going to be what AL team makes it to the World Series. I mean probably, and I think Houston's just we're like okay, while well, we still have this team, we want to see if we can get one more championship out of them. You know what I mean? We're not going to be able to hold on to this team for much longer. Uh, so we're going to try to get everything we can out of them. I mean, a lot of people don't even think about this, but when we won in 2017, that was the first World Series in the state of Texas. Yeah. That's, that's the first time a Texas team has won a championship in baseball. It was a pretty big Thank deal. You. So we, we would really love to get one more and like solidify like this time period we did something you know, rather than just that one. Rather than just be, some... and that is why twenty. Oh, go ahead. That go is, ahead. Uh, I, I was saying that is why twenty seventeen meant a million times more to you than twenty eighteen did to me. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh my god, nine, you don't know twenty year old kids that's seen how Dude, many championships. You, you know? don't know the emotion behind that. I mean, going from the last rows to no twelve or thirteen ballpark. I mean, it's it's been a ride. I used to wear fucking black and maroon. You know? That's how long ago. Looking like a fucking idiot in black and maroon. And now I'm in (laughs) blue and orange. Totally switched. Yeah, it's it's been a roller coaster. 
And this is what I was talking about, about Boston. You are a spoiled fan base. You don't appreciate yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen on average what two championships every three years for my entire life. Yeah, it's not too shabby. And you, Mike, you live in fucking Cleveland. Yeah, which I mean, I'm yeah, I know you're a fan, but I'm outside it. But you know, uh, but the thing is, on the flip side, I've got the the even the worst outside of Cleveland is I'm a Detroit fan though. You know, right. that's, that's just, the bad that's, thing. So. I don't understand how that happens, but, but the thing is, is you got Detroit's either, rough shit. you either got Detroit, you got Cleveland or Cincinnati. Either way, I'm sure. Oh, Pitt. I mean, but at, at this point you're talking, I mean, penguins in, in hockey, you know, I can't get behind Like Sid, the kid just drives me nuts. Um, it's a ben big fucking sports town now. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm saying, like, I if mean, you're but... from that area, like, growing up, that probably would have enticed me. Like, they're winning championships. They that all got black been yellow, yellow. I mean, like... you're, you're talking about, I mean, you're talking about growing up, Lemieux, Yager, you know, and then obviously you got Sid, you got uh, Malkin, you know, they're front. I mean, based off of what they've put out in the past couple of years, you're talking star players, but. After that, I mean, what did they had their run for? I mean, Pittsburgh hasn't been, I wouldn't say relevant in hockey. I mean, they're still relevant, but I mean, to me, Pittsburgh, oh, Pittsburgh's in a row. They last season in the playoffs, I, I, I tweeted about this. This, um, they, it's a rough look for the franchise in that they got swept by a team that got swept by a team that got swept by a team that got yeah, swept. essentially, yeah, backed up. Oh, so. shit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would. That's the I would only, the Penguins. We got swept by the Hurricanes. We got swept by the Bruins. That's the only hockey I keep up with is playoff hockey. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollars cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino-style games to choose from. You too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about Axonix therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonix therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about, and it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Which is, I do watch I think, a lot hockey. of people. I mean, they, that's intense. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you watch right. watch the sport. The or not. You can you can tune in and and when these dudes are playing each other night after night, it, it is it is intense. That that is one thing. So so all right, to keep everything oh, moving my forward. My dog uh, we're is staring keep, at the door. <laughs> we're we're gonna she keep a short episode. Knows. So here's what we're gonna do. We're like, gonna what, okay, hold on. Before we move on past playoff hockey, um, I cheer for especially this last year for the Hurricanes. As hockey fans, is that like lame or was that a cool team to cheer for? 
Well, because I was born in North Carolina. I got a lot of family. I was born in Raleigh. Got a lot of family there. So I was like, that's the only connection I have to any team. I don't really care. But you got to like, yeah, you got to like cheer for like one team, you know. I'm not just going to watch them without rooting for somebody. And I fucking hate Dallas. I'll never cheer for the Stars. Hurricanes are fun. They're going to be good this year, too. They're going to be a lot better. Yeah, I went to one. Oh, I think yeah, it was against Pittsburgh. Didn't Pittsburgh go to the Stanley Cup two years ago? Uh, there's two or three, something like that. That's what I said. They 2017. 17. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's when I went to watch them. Anyway, we can move on. I just wanted to get a hockey opinion on who I was rooting for. <laughs> All right, so we'll transition to our last piece here. We're gonna do a roundtable. It's open to anything. I'll kind of start here. Uh, I've been I've been waiting for this opportunity, Jackson. He's been a big part of, of Belly Up. He kind of went uh, uh, missing for a while when he went to Boy Scout camp. So uh, um, what? To, isn't that what you did? No, nah, not a Boy Scout camp. No, it was. Uh, Can we get into uh, this? This is what I want to talk about for the roundtable. Yeah, no, I was I was a camp counselor at a, a sleepaway camp. For... Yeah, it's all the same. Either way, Scouts. you were whatever. Scout time. Yeah. We won't talk about it. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so so Jackson, I don't know if when you when you started with us, but do you remember you may not have been here. We had a guy named Jordan. Uh, <laughs> you you may have never been around, but this dude, uh he he, he I, I'm not gonna lie, this dude started off with us. Helped us out. This is before we found Rattlesnake. Be, watch uh, what you say, because he'll be listening to this. He still uh, follows I love every minute yeah. of it. So, and then his <laughs> his what the sports or whatever their website is is gonna try to come after us for Parkinson's or whatever. Oh my but, god! Uh, but but either guys. way, I I don't know if you were around for him, but the epitome of Boston sports was this kid. You talk real mass hole. You talk. This dude was just diary of the mouth. One to. Uh, puff up his chest behind every keyboard. Uh, he wanted to start a fight with everybody. He he had a, a group that came on and writers with us, and some of them were pretty good. So so we appreciated that. But he essentially came on this uh, came to our company, helped us out before we had Rattlesnake. Uh, designed a few logos. We brought Rattlesnake in. Rattlesnake said, "All right, I got this. This is cool. But how about this?" And he would send yeah, us a new like, logo. And it was just that's like cool that you're having like a you know, dyslexic third grader create stuff for you, but like I could, you know, create real things for you. So, so he started ripping these things off and and it it ended up in a, in in a shitty divorce, but this kid was the epitome (laughs) of Boston sports. The things he would say, you've probably heard of him. I don't know, but the The worst part is he couldn't take a fucking joke either. No, the dude took everything so serious. Here's the thing. So, so, he had a falling out with us, but me being who I am, I'm cordial, whatever. I supported the kid. He asked me for a, re- a letter of recommendation. I said, you know what? After everything happened, I said, you know what? I'll give you a letter of re- recommendation. I <laughs> Did you? You didn't grant. tell so, me yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, cool, you know, whatever. No big deal. It, was, it wasn't personal. This is going. So, so I'm, I, I give him this, and then a few weeks later, he updates his normal bio. 
and he's got uh, you know all the companies he's worked for, who he's done, blah blah blah. And then I get to it about halfway through, and it says Belly Up Sports, and it says Founder, and I about lost my fucking shit. And I was just like laughing to myself when I sent it there, but I was like, this dude thinks he founded Belly Up Sports, whatever. So where I'm going with this is is Jackson, you are not what when i talked to rattlesnake tonight he's like who's jackson i said oh he's our hockey rider this dude is the epitome of uh of of boston he's he's jordan 2.0 but he's educated so i was about to so, knock him on the fucking show when he said that he's like he's so, like jordan yes. i was like what the fuck are you putting me on the because show for everybody man? that originated with belly up sports could not stand jordan so oh, so at least man. at least jackson you're even oh, you're Zach, twenty times better. That's not even when close. Zach Mack and KJ and all those guys give you shit, you give it back because you know what you're talking about. You're educated. Yes, you can be over the top, and it drives me nuts. But on the flip side, <laughs> you, you at least know what you're talking about. You're you're pretty you're pretty fluent from A to Z. It's not just hockey. It, you got baseball and everything. So. So without going on a tangent and taking everyone's time on the roundtable, uh, I appreciate you coming on and, and being with us and, and not being that, although I said Jordan 2.0. Um, There's only is, one Jordan. Yeah, to this day, when we say this name, people just die laughing. And it's just like, you know, so, so, so that's my take. Not, not to throw you guys off course. So if one of you guys have a roundtable or anything you guys want to talk about, go ahead and throw it out there. But but I appreciate uh, Jackson being a part of the show tonight. All right. What, All what right. Boston stuff do you want to talk about real quick? I I don't have any. Well, do I have any Boston? I, where I, are you we, at? We're Boston, Boston, I got some. Jackson, where I, are you at right now? Uh, where are you located what? right now? Boston. I, yeah, I know. What do you do? Where are you going to school? Can you uh, not say no, it? You're no, getting, no, getting no, kicked no, out no, or no. something like that? No, I got to know things your frat gonna kick you out with like not you don't have a sponsor with Sperry. <laughs> Are you in a fraternity there? No, no I'm just oh, joking. God. I don't know. Nerd. <laughs> Anyways, so well, where are we well, going? Roundtable. It's on you guys. Um, I guess for any of my chairgating listeners that are still somehow listening to this. Uh, bullshit of us rambling about nothing. They didn't make it this uh, far. No, they didn't make it this far. They were yeah, like, they what the fuck am I? I would turn on for a NASCAR show. Yeah, and I'm listening to this far. bullshit. If they did, uh, there was some really big news in NASCAR this week. Uh, it, this means nothing to y'all, so you can just fucking tune out. I'm just going to do it real quick. Uh, Daniel Henrik, a rookie it, yes. at RCR, uh, he is getting booted from RCR, my favorite team. Uh, it's really unfortunate. It's kind of, it's like, uh, I'm pulled apart because it seems like a weird move by RCR. And I really like Richard Childress and I love that team, but they had to make room for, um, for Reddick to come up in a cup series car. And that's definitely the move that they're going towards. It is unfortunate that Hemrick is losing his ride and just, parting ways completely. I think it's better for him than having to go back down to Xfinity. He'll probably try to find a ride uh, somewhere else. On a, he'll find know, a sponsor or something. something. You know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, the one thing I did want to say is just the people saying, like, it should have been Austin. Or I've seen comments like that. Hey, and Jesus. to the people, I just say, like, just jump off a fucking cliff. Like, stop being so stupid. <laughs> At All this right? point, yeah. People giving NASCAR 
a bad look because you are the fucking inbred hillbilly rednecks because you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right? Austin's not the best Cup Series driver. Obviously, I get that. But let's fucking be real here. An experienced Cup Series driver is not going to lose his ride. RCR's in a bad spot. I get it. That's my two cents on that situation. You're if talking about Daytona 500 winner. Yeah, you're not just yeah. fucking. Yeah, the Coke 600 winner in Charlotte. I mean, he's not a fucking championship contending driver, and Reddick may be, and that's great. Hemrick could potentially be a great driver in the future. He's not right now. Like, RCR is going to do that, and they're going to make that move. So just go kill yourself. I don't know what else to say. Right, Jackson? What do you, what do you have to say about that? Um, I I got no comment on that topic because I'm that's not that's, that's not my field. You know, uh, roundtable. We're gonna. I, I, I have a roundtable topic though. You you're gonna take us out. What you got? Yeah. So I uh, NHL uh, restricted free agents are being signed finally uh, as of recently. So yeah, Zach Wierenski, Zach Wierenski was one of the first signed a reasonable bridge deal. Um, Mitch Marner signed an absurdly expensive deal. Mitch was uh, that was the one that was waiting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Brock Besser signed for more than Charlie McAvoy somehow. Charlie McAvoy signed an insanely good deal at less than Wierenski's. Uh, Brandon Carlo was signed. So these these guys are all falling into place. But the thing is, everyone is signing bridge deals all of a sudden. It's becoming way more common this season than, than in past seasons. And somebody brought it up. They were like, why are the bridge deals this season? And I will tell you why. So first of all, the most frustrating thing about the NHL is the hard salary cap because in hockey – it doesn't work, right? It, it makes no sense for us to have a hard salary cap in a league like hockey where there's so many players and things change, whatever. It, it should, so it should work like a luxury tax like the NBA, but instead, oh, it's the NHL. And because there's so many players on each team, when you draft well and have a surplus of talent, you get punished. And it's a bad thing because you can't sign your players when they come restricted free agents. You don't have cap room. And there's nothing that can be done about that, even though your team should like get better. So the problem right now is that Gary Bettman, like in last December, and I've written about this multiple times, projected the cap to go up $2 million higher than it actually did because the cap yeah, it never did. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so these GMs are planning for $2 million more in cap room than they're actually getting, <clears throat> which is why all these bridge deals have to be signed because nobody has enough, nobody has any cap space because they expected the cap to go up by way more. And it's fucking everybody over. I, I I'm very upset with the NHL right now because it, it's just like, like, like pushing everything back. It works for now, but like, I mean, all that means is that these teams just like if they draft well in the next two or three years and get more big stars, it's like they're eventually just going to have to tear it down and rebuild. So like the the problem with the NHL right now is if you draft too well, you get punished for it. Like you eventually it leads you to a rebuild. You have to like not get too good. It's frustrating. So so you, you know what the best part about this whole thing was is is literally we had rattlesnake with with a NASCAR ending, no rebuttal because. Jackson didn't have any NASCAR knowledge. Um, <laughs> then we go to the I have hockey, nothing to say. And, yeah. And, and on the flip side, there's no rebuttal there. So this is going to be the easiest ending ever. Well, uh, I got one last that's thing. That's fine. That was a, just a rant I wanted to go one on. One last no, thing. there's nothing wrong. Mike, you can appreciate this. Uh, an update on our two favorite ARCA drivers that have been coming onto my show. And Christian we they're going to – yeah, they got to come on one – Maybe we'll do like this for them and we'll just oh, do dude, it. I, would, I would love to have them on. They're dead serious about that. They do want to come on. So uh, an update. That's a, great, that's a great team to follow. Right. Yeah. Uh, an update is they raced at Salem 
and um, well, Christian was what like seventy points behind. Yeah, I, say, I saw I, that. Yeah. They, okay, so uh, neither of them once in Salem, but Christian got second, and Michael Self got fourteenth, I think. So it cut into so. The Christian Eckes is now only five points behind Michael Self. And there's only two races left in their season. Their t- teammates, I guess. It is fucking intense. They're having so a great season. I that might have to get having one. a great season. We got to do like a thing with both them together. Oh, I would love to. We'll have to reach out to uh, get a hold of Tom and those guys. Uh, they've been they've been great for oh, for awesome. charitying, uh, for supporting our our company. We definitely need to support their company. They've been. Nothing but a pleasure, pleasure to work with. So. We're, we're gonna try to like hype up their like uh, competition with the two races left, and they'll just want oh, to yeah. fancy football. They'll be like, "Yeah, yeah just say cool, yeah. Everyone to tune in. <laughs> Here's my lineup. Yeah, this week. This, so, so, <laughs> so I, I know Jackson has no clue what we're talking about. We're, but we're talking about pretty much up and coming drivers. Uh, Arc yeah, man, which is NASCAR work its way. I, up. I, I mean, I grew up in Florida. I was close enough, and just never. Damn. Did. Yeah, but what? these dudes, <laughs> but these guys, they're on the same team. They're competing for a title. I mean, I mean, in general, this team is is killing it this year. We got a great relationship with them. Oh, it's yeah. awesome to be a part of. But um, but uh, we'll end it. I I know uh, Rattlesnake. I'm surprised your wife hasn't walked through the door yet. Your dog gone crazy. But uh, but between uh, Rattlesnake Jackson, I appreciate you guys uh coming on the show tonight. Between uh, belly up, sound off, chair game. And I know, uh, Jackson, you're working on a little something, aren't you? You may be releasing a podcast soon. Yeah, so uh, I, might, I might be with uh, two other students at Northeastern, actually. That's so fine. Three, uh, I'll, let, three... I'll let you plug it unless you don't have a name and stuff like that, but, but kind of... Oh, uh, yeah, let's hear. Like, what do you got? Yeah, so uh, it's a new podcast. Uh, it's going to be called Mass Hole. Um, it's, uh... Of course it is. Is that, not, <laughs> is that name not taken? No. It's all over. I Holy know. shit. I <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be a, uh, uh, Boston sports podcast, but not, not strictly talking about Boston sports. So it's, it's not just for Boston sports fans, it's for anyone, because we're talking about every topic. It's just the, it's, it's from perspective of three lifelong Boston sports fans who like actually know our stuff. So we're, we're going to be four Boston fans. We're going to be a medium in between like the pessimistic local media and the national media that just wants to see Boston lose. But then also we're going to be talking about other stuff and it, it can be entertaining. Who wants to see Boston lose? What are you talking about? This, is, this is what Boston fans have to resort to. They're like, oh, ESPN said something not positive about us. They all are against us. Like, are, you know, are, you saying, are you saying that people don't want us to lose? I would say I the lose. NFL does, like Roger Goodell. I, no, I people just people just don't want to people don't want to see the city of Boston have any more parades. Like individual citizens, yes, but the media they fucking love Boston. Oh. Yes, they do. Oh my god, this is what a, a city like Boston thinks. Entitled little fuckers. Entitled. Yeah, they Either talk way. about you nonstop. <laughs> We're getting out of here, so so. On Let me come of, on your podcast eventually. Your your mass hole. On be, I was just saying, on behalf be of creating in the soon <laughs> to come mass holes, I can only see a bromance forming here right now. Um, so I appreciate I you guys coming. Yeah. Impromptu, last minute, you guys coming on the show. I appreciate it. Between, uh, like I said, sound off, mass holes, upcoming. Interrogating. Uh, appreciate it. And at least my podcast didn't have to see how shitty my fucking quality was because 
I just do an audio show, so, so thank no God. Reason, uh, My video quality is terrible. Finger, the middle finger you're putting up right now to all your fans is appreciated. Doing nothing of the... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I appreciate it. Later. You're talking like a song from the Lion King. Stop that. It makes no sense. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.